there, it's Toby, and before you get started on this episode, I wanted to tell you about our sponsor, Retro Pop Relics. Retro Pop Relics has been creating some of the coolest 3D printed giant video game cartridges. If you visit RetroPopRelics.com, you can see a bunch of the cartridges that are already available. You can get Super Smash Brothers, Paper Mario, Super Mario World, Pokemon Red, Blue, Yellow, and even Green. These are perfect decorations for your game room. So again, go check out RetroPopRelics.com. And if you use the promo code Genie at checkout, you'll get 10% off RetroPopRelics.com. Enjoy the show. gamers welcome to the secret levels podcast on this week's episode we're gonna go visit our mother who lives on earth what game am i talking about stay tuned and find out i'm party member number one toby i'm party member number two goose and we we've had we've got some extra party members yeah, our party's not fully rounded. We need a mage and a white mage. We need tons of mages. Please introduce yourselves, party members three and four. Uh, party member number three reporting for duty uh, here. This is Will from the Days Past Tooncast. And party member number four, Travis, also from the Days Past Tooncast. Howdy. Yeah, Will and Travis are on the show, folks. Party members, member up. <laughs> a new challenger joins the battle. Here comes a new challenger. Oh, you know our sound effects, sir. Yep. <laughs> I'm imagining everything you guys are going to put in later. <laughs> what do you mean? It's playing right now. It was all really cool. <laughs> <laughs> Don't look behind that curtain. I won't. Yeah, you promise. You're going to get blinded. Thank you so much for having us on, guys. Yeah, definitely, man. Yeah. Thank you guys for uh, for picking one of the longest games that we've ever played on the show. <laughs> yep. And thank you for entertaining our earlobes with your wonderful, wonderful show. Of course. We'll stop blowing each other soon enough. <laughs> Only when I'm finished. Well, yeah, give me one more second. <laughs> <laughs> Could you uh, tell us about your show a little bit before we get started? Absolutely. Yes. The Days Past Tooncast is a podcast that Travis and I have been doing mm-hmm. for a little over a year now. Yeah. And uh, the idea is we're going to watch cartoons from the past. You might call them yesterday's animations. That's right. And we have adult conversations about them because we will use cuss words. We're willing to use them. We'll use them if we have to. Yeah. And we're going to just make <laughs> some jokes. To. Like yeah. Right. To, we yeah. will do it. I do have them in my back pocket. Yep. And we're going to talk <laughs> about them for approximately 45 minutes these days and make our jokes about them and just have a good time. It's it's a launch pad for comedy. Yes. These, these cartoons of 100%. yesteryear. Mm-hmm. Everything from TMNT to He-Man to shit you wish you never heard of. Moo Mesa. Yeah. Oh, man. I used to have those toys. Oh, I'm sorry. And Toby, you were a Moo Mesa fan. 
weren't you? I I did watch. I watched all the crappy Saturday morning cartoons, <laughs> and I have lots of nostalgia for all of them. Street Sharks, yep. uh, uh, SWAT Cats, Jawsome. Uh, scream Loved it. Well, it's funny because we have a Street Sharks episode coming out very yep. soon, so you should definitely tune <laughs> yeah. into that if you're a Street Shark fan. Oh yeah, yes. I'm excited for it. <laughs> y- y'all got a really great show, and uh, I feel like there's we we kind of do the same thing with just different the shit. Yeah, yeah with different shit. <laughs> Definitely, so it's kind of cool. <laughs> do the same shit just differently. Well, and Toby, uh, how how is it that we came to know about each other's podcasts? Because this is actually Travis is mm-hmm. doing on accident. This is funny. So there's a store. I don't know how widespread it is. It's called Movie Trading Company, and I actually live about. 30 minutes away from the store, but I frequent it pretty much. Mm-hmm. And uh, I found y'all sticker on the cash or by the cash register. Y'all had a bunch of free stickers and I grabbed one. I was like, man, that's really cool uh, <laughs> uh, marketing. So I was like, I took one and then I listened to you guys and I was, and I think I took a picture of it and tweeted it to you. Like, look, I found you guys. Yep. It worked. Yep. And, <laughs> and then I started listening and I was like, damn, this worked out perfect. <laughs> For sure. So, yeah, since I came over, Will Will showed me that picture you you had tweeted, and I was like, I was like, oh, that's awesome, man, that's great. But my only question is, did they remove our stickers and and the platform? Because that's going to be a problem. We have buddy. a hard time keeping those in the movie trading companies sometimes. So I'm very glad that it it was there long enough for you to find. Heck it. yeah, that's awesome. It worked great. Yeah, at least one person got it. Exactly. Yeah, right? It was worth the eight thousand dollars spent on promotional materials. <laughs> that's right. Well. How about we start talking about the game no. that we uh, that you picked for us yes. on this episode? <laughs> I'll take I'll take the blame on that. <laughs> Someone has to. Yes. Someone has to. <laughs> so we played Earthbound. Now, Earthbound was released in North America on June fifth, nineteen ninety five. It was developed by Ape and Hal Laboratory. It wasn't Hal Laboratory yet, though. It was like Halkin. So I guess they they used to be called Halkin or something like that. I, I can't remember. I forgot to write it down, but I, it's it was in my memory. This game was published by Nintendo, and it was released on the Super Nintendo originally. There's a Game Boy Advance port. It's been ported to the Virtual Consoles on Nintendo, and it was also released on the Super Nintendo Classic. This is a single-player role-playing game, and uh, it's a long one. It's a really long game. Uh-huh. It, it has the feels. <laughs> well, I, I saw that somebody had played through it in like 20 hours, so I don't know what anybody's complaining about. <laughs> like, I think someone played through it in five. <laughs> oh, I was going to say, there has to be someone who, uh, who who sped through it, did a speed run out of it. Speedrunners can do it in under like four I'm, four hours and 20 minutes. I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure. The legal, the legal weed. 420. <laughs> <laughs> um, so do you want me to tell you a, the brief story on this game yep. and i say brief ironically <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's only it's only three hours <laughs> it's a three-hour story for <laughs> yeah. a five-hour game <laughs> it's a breakdown so in the country of eagle land a meteorite crashes near a boy's house named ness his neighbor pokey asked to help find his brother picky <laughs> who went to look for the meteor they find that the animals have turned evil and try to stop them. They find Picky and also the meteor. Out of the meteor, a small bee named Buzz Buzz comes out to tell you he comes from 10 years from the future. And in the future, all is devastated by an alien named Gygus, the Universal Cosmic Destroyer. 
BuzzBuzz then tells Ness about a prophecy to stop Gygus and how he thinks that Ness is the one to stop him, along with two other boys and a girl. As they begin... But BuzzBuzz doesn't know squat. (laughs) He knows a little bit. Give give him a little credit. I was trying to make a funny pun there, fucker. (laughs) Oh, okay, I gotcha. So... As they begin Ness's journey, the Starman Jr. from 10 years in the future tries to stop them. <laughs> Sorry. I, I love this game. It's just, it's, it sounds ridiculous. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, it gets, it's just a wacky game. So, anyways, the Starman Jr. from the future tries to stop Buzz Buzz and Ness, and they barely win the fight. Ness takes Pokey and Picky home, and <laughs> where their mother sees Buzz Buzz and swats him down. Because he's already in a weakened state, and as he's dying, he tells Ness that there are eight places he must visit to collect melodies in the soundstone. He By the way, the soundstone. Best, best best scene ever in a video game. <laughs> it is good. He just he, he just, just it goes going. on. Yeah. <laughs> he's like one more thing. <laughs> yeah, uh, and I'm then, finally there. Finally there, Ness. <laughs> and then he's so, going off again. Yeah. So Ness eventually meets up with Paula, Jeff, and Pooh. And they join his fight, and they try to stop Gygus. That's the very abbreviated version of the story. (laughs) (laughs) We're not going to go into super detail because there's so much to this game. Yes. Like a lot of RPGs. If we don't want to hear spoilers, might as well just not listen. So we'll be talking a lot about what happens in this game, more than likely. Yeah. For sure. So... This game could take you anywhere from 28 to 40 hours to complete, depending on how you play. So, speedrun.com has a glitchless record set by, this is my favorite username, Dr. Swellman, of 3 hours, 41 minutes, and 13 <laughs> Holy seconds. Holy shit, what? Wow. No glitches? No glitches. So, this dude knows the game like the back of his that hand. That just seems impossible. I like, <laughs> not for Doctor Schloman. I yeah, it was was it Swellman? Yeah, Doctor Schwellman. Yeah, like he's, Schwell- a, like he's a Swell- yeah, Schwellman. <laughs> that's a real name, I think. Yeah, Doctor Swellman. Uh, wow, that's impressive. Impressive. You were close. <laughs> I just I wish I could talk to this guy and be like, okay, how how many times have you played through this game to get it down to three hours and four a twenty twenty eight hour game? In three hours and 41 minutes. It, That's ridiculous. Yeah, it almost seems like you would have to avoid almost every non-essential fight to do that. Yeah. Something like I, I don't know. That. Yeah. Crazy. And, and pee break. <laughs> yeah, no pee breaks. Yeah. <laughs> every poop break, pee break, and everything. Yeah, all that. All that's missed. Okay, so let's start talking about some of the gameplay in this, because there's a lot to discuss. <laughs> there is. Uh, so during the game, you explore villages, cities, caves, dungeons, all kinds of crazy places. You meet a lot of people, a lot of NPCs, which are non-playable characters, and everyone in this game has something actually funny to say. You Fuzzy know, pickles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's let's touch on that real quick. About every fifteen to twenty minutes that you're playing, if if you're actually progressing and not just running around in circles, a man just out of nowhere comes and takes a picture. He just falls from the sky and he stops the screen. I think there's and he, thirty-four of them in total. Oh my god. It's a lot. <laughs> well, it, he stops you and he makes you take a picture and you're supposed to say fuzzy pickles cuz that's a funny word. If this had been released on Dreamcast, you would have actually had to say it into the microphone for him to take the picture. <laughs> and and then the C-man comes over and Exactly. Like, fuzzy and I also pickle. 
I don't know if you could have this character in a game today, a man who's just taking pictures on the street of children. children. I don't think they would allow that at this point. And but... talking about fuzzy pickles. Yeah, exactly. Like it possibly go wrong. <laughs> Say fuzzy pickle. Yes. I I almost hate to make that joke you, about this you game. You show up in a white van, though, then jump out. There you go. Well, yeah, it would be, it would be a cautionary tale. Yeah, you got, you got to throw candy, too, at children. Just throw it. <laughs> throw it. There you go, kid. <laughs> Just throw it at him while you take the picture. Yeah. Here is a present for you. <laughs> well, it's it's such a great payoff, though, at the end. I, that really got me, when I finally beat it, years after I first tried the game, that you get to see all those pictures at the end. And it really is like a little walk down memory lane. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Especially after, you know putting in 20 some odd hours oh, yeah. of, of this game you're like oh yeah I, I did this i did that oh that was fun yeah I it's a, the sharks <laughs> <laughs> that was that's a big thing to overcome at that point right oh it's a huge yeah. thing i fucking hate those guys yeah there, there's <laughs> that that contributed to the rage factor for me on this oh, uh, big time definitely they're dicks yeah they're assholes <laughs> and they were very difficult to fight when i first played this game before we touch more on the gameplay here i want did you guys name your party anything like particular, or did you name them just like the normal names? I, I just left them the normal names. <laughs> I named them after my family because I'm that kind of guy. Yeah, because Goobs, you got Goobs. Jenny, Zimmy, and then Toby was one of them. Not the dogs. Yes. Was I poo? <laughs> yeah, you were poo. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, that makes sense. I think I took a similar approach when I because I played this game a, a number of times. The first time I played it, I think I I didn't have a lot of RPG experience yet, so I would name characters whatever I thought I wanted to name them, probably family members or something. But over time, I became more of a purist where it's like if I'm playing FF7, it has to be Cloud and Tifa and et cetera, et cetera. And the same thing in this game. I just left it as well. Well, if I was playing this when I was like when the game first came out, they would have been like shithead dick sucker. <laughs> <laughs> or just like dick sucker. Because you wouldn't have enough room <laughs> yeah. for Dick Sucker, I think. Dick Soup. Yeah. DCK, SCK. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you would find a way around it. <laughs> well, definitely. You always find a way around Dick Sucking. <laughs> well, that's true. <laughs> Even well, gone. I have to admit it. <laughs> so do you want to talk about the battle system in this game? Because it's, it's kind of like your typical RPG game, but it's slightly different. I don't know too many games that have this kind of battle system. It It is a turn-based battle system. You select your attack or whatever, a, a defense. And if your stats are better, you'll attack first or, you know, whatever. Yeah, your speed and all that stuff comes into play. Your guts. Yeah, it's your typical RPG type of game. You have a physical attack, a psychic attack, defend items, and run. And there's something that's really cool. There's auto battle. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I love auto battle. Yeah, when you get tired of mashing A over and over and over again, then <laughs> auto battle is your friend for sure. So what? That's just some that's some, uh, cruise control for this. Yeah, yes. kind of. Yeah, <laughs> pretty nice. much. Okay. Well, yeah. When you're playing this many, uh, especially as you've played this type of game and you get into newer games. Coming back to these role playing games, it's a real test of patience on my part to like play through ten like battles in a row where I'm just pressing A and selecting pretty much just an physical attack hit the guy with the damn baseball again please and then yeah and it'll do it for you if you're doing that um but there's uh, yeah some of the things it does different for instance you see the enemies on the screen before you get into the fight with them which chrono trigger kind of did that but it's still a very different system in this case you see them they run towards you if they're less powerful than you and then you get into the fight if they get behind you 
when they touch you. Uh, phrasing? You, they have the advantage when it starts. If you're behind them, when you touch them, you have the advantage. And then eventually, if you're powerful enough, they just run away from you because they don't want to fight you. Yeah, you can get the green ring, which is like the one where you approach from the back. The red ring, if they get you from behind. Right. And then, or yeah, they can just run. Yeah. Now, there's there's also something really cool with that. If you're way stronger than them and you touch them, you just battle just them. them. Like it, they just you just beat them. <laughs> it's a forfeit. They just say, I, I, you know what? I'm not even going to do it. <laughs> it's so cool. I love that. It makes it makes the grinding a little bit easier. Yes. When you're trying to level up your character. I just I think that's a really cool thing. And I don't think it's in too many RPGs that I've ever played anyway. It's so. Yeah. It's so handy. It is. I, no, I've never experienced that before. Yeah, I don't remember it any of the like I, I played a lot of SquareSoft games growing up, so like it definitely wasn't any of those. It wasn't in Solitaire. I never, never saw it in my Solitaire. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't in Pokemon. Doom. Yeah, it wasn't in Pokemon. <laughs> it's like that's what the battles. Like, I'm a big Pokemon guy, and the that's what the battle system reminded me of because I've never played this game. So I'm like, yeah, this is kind of like Pokemon. I can fuck with this. It's not that bad. Yeah, but the the enemies you're fighting is like, what the hell am I fighting right uh, now, yeah. man? <laughs> <laughs> There's so many enemies in this, and you'll Bro. find anything from a a, a a stop sign to a car. Uh, you'll fight a tent. All I heard kinds a tent, crazy stuff. right? And a tent, a tent you you'll fight uh, basically just like a living fart at one point. Okay. I think. <laughs> like I wrote, also the names of the even if the character is not or the enemy is not especially interesting, they usually have funny names. Uh, right. I wrote some of the ones that got me going were Master Belch. That's actually a boss that you deal with. Who's just like a vomit. But there was Putrid Moldy Man. Okay. Wor- How about this worthless protoplasm? It makes me feel bad for the guy. <laughs> uh, mystical. I don't hit you. Yeah, I'm sorry. When this is that, you know, this inspired. I haven't played Undertale, but this is a big inspiration for that game. And that game Undertale's you, amazing. I, I really want to play it now that I've been back in this Earthbound stuff. Uh, but I know in that game you can make friends with people, and in this game, with the enemies, and in this game it feels like you almost could because there's a lot of weird things that the enemies do in battles. Like sometimes they just forget what they're doing. <laughs> they'll just say they'll say like uh, handyman one was absent-minded and so therefore he doesn't act during this turn it's a really weird <laughs> like that's something i loved about it early on was just that you would not know what was going to happen in the battle a lot of the time yeah this this game has a lot of character and charm like oh, yeah. i'm gonna i know Tons that's kind of that's jumping ahead to like what my rating will be but it really has so much character that it's you could almost do away with the story completely. Like it could just be open ended to where there's mm-hmm. no story at all, and you could just run around town talking to these the the NPCs or any anyone really because it's just there's so much to it. It's it's a weird, wacky, I mean, beautiful listen, game. Anytime you got zombies and hookers there, I'm your guy. All right, I'm in. I'm in it. You'll clear them out, both of them. I'm in it, buddy. Yeah, you'll yep. clean them for free. Two favorite things <laughs> on this world, right there, buddy. <laughs> no, I. Yeah, there, every corner, like in a lot of RPGs, if you talk to two guards, at least at the time, 16-bit RPGs, if you talk to two guards in the same castle, chances are they're going to say almost the same thing. That adds nothing. Fuzzy Pickle? No, no, not in this not game. Fuzzy, okay. Everything somebody says is going to be interesting, funny, sometimes surprisingly deep, because that's the other side of this game, is, or if not deep, then esoteric or even emotionally uh, rousing. Devastating. Because, yeah, yeah, that too, because there's some shit in here that's very – just the writing on it is is excellent. And I know that some of that's the uh, the translation and the localization that they worked on really hard to get – like actually translate some of these abstract ideas 
Uh, you almost had your own fucking mind, man. I know it's so fucking cool. <laughs> it's so great. I I I just love it because it 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 brings the ridiculousness and the abstract and the absurd, and then also has this layer of like true childhood. But all the emotions of childhood, from like being just gleeful and silly to feeling becoming really scared, and to becoming a robot all of a sudden, <laughs> yeah, an emotionless robot, adorable robots. Thanks, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> so, some more about like the gameplay and stuff. You can equip like different items to your characters to make them stronger. Just, I mean, it's got so many normal RPG elements. I mean, this it is an RPG. You can eat food to regain health. You can take medicine. They have cold remedies because you do get colds in this game. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Which is funny. <laughs> now, we didn't talk during the battles. Well, two things. Some characters can pray mm-hmm. and they can re- you can regain health and stuff by letting some of the characters pray, which is kind of an oddball thing. But once you play the game, you're like, oh, OK, that all makes sense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Pray's a big part um, of the end there. Yeah. 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 It's very touching. Like you beat the boss. I found Jesus because of Earthbound. <laughs> Good. <laughs> My 16 years of heroin abuse, done. Yeah, it cured me. <laughs> Completely done. I'm just kidding. You That's just so lock addicts up in a room. It's rehab facility ever just Earthbound. <laughs> yep. Because <laughs> it starts off like a big acid trip, but at the end you find God. It's just like, oh, shit, this is my life. Yeah. I think it might work. <laughs> I'm going to call my dad. Because keeps putting dad keeps putting money into your account, right, to fund your rehab. That's so right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah let's uh, well real quick i was going to touch on the uh the rolling hit counter i love that. that's really unique yeah you can get hit by an enemy and your counter just rolls for your health and uh you can actually if if you get your turn before it rolls all the way down you can heal before you die you can march it's a really burger, cool man. yeah it scrolls down right so yeah some time to yeah, whereas in like a Final Fantasy or something, you would just have the number come up and yeah. it would just say you've subtracted this, like an instant thing. It's rolling almost like you're playing a slot machine. And so if you beat the battle, like before it gets to zero, or like like Toby said, like if you heal it, then you can just fix the problem before you ever die. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. It, awesome. It's really unique. It's it's really different. There's also uh, each tack you you have you can learn like three different versions of it. So there's there's like the alpha and the beta, and then there's omega. So that's like the strongest attack that you can have, but it takes away from your PP, which is your power points, not not, not your PP. <laughs> a game with both PP and poo. In it. <laughs> yes, there's lots of PP and poo in this game. Lots of bodily functions. Yeah, yeah. So when a character does die, though, you have to take them to the hospital to be revived. Because it turns into a ghost. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so when they die, they still follow you, but they're a little ghost uh, sprite of their old self. An adorable it's little really ghost. really cool. Yeah. Well, it's funny. They, they, it is, I mean, it's like you said, it's just a normal RPG on as far as functions go, a lot of it. But like all the things, instead of there being a wizard that raises you from the dead, you just go to the hospital. Which I guess we don't raise people from the dead in our hospitals, but it's still like this is the modern version of all these things. Like instead of a sword, you have a bat and all that stuff. And that feel makes it feel novel to me. I guess Persona does that. This is like a kid that could go on an adventure. Like you got your bat here with your friends and you're going to be a meteor. It's like the Goonies, but fucking Earthbound. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> your your friend has a frying pan that she whacks people with. So, yep. you know, it's <laughs> your psychic pal. Bottle rockets and. Multi-bottle rockets and <laughs> one guy, Pooh, or Poe, or whatever the fuck, has 
Psychic abilities. He's amazing. We're calling him Pooh because it's funnier, Goobs. Okay. Stick with it. <laughs> goo. I, I, goo. <laughs> like, Goobs, I'm going to call you Goo now, apparently. <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> so you have to call your mother and your father from time to time. <laughs> that is a big thing because you will get homesick if you don't call your mother, which will it'll it'll affect you in battle. Like mm-hmm. you'll be like you'll you'll skip a turn or something because you're homesick. <laughs> is that one of those things called mother on like over in Japan? Um yeah. Well, I know the reasoning behind of of where the the name came from and why the dad is absent because you never see your dad in the game. You just talk to him on the phone, and he's the one. You call him to save your progress, and for some reason, when you win battles and stuff, he gets your money and he deposits it into an ATM, and then you have to withdraw it. It's that's that's one of the systems I don't really care for. But uh, <laughs> the creator of this game, his mother was. Uh, the one that took care of him or something like that. His father wasn't around and it's, it's kind of has to do with his upbringing. So yeah, yeah, it's a really deep game. It's a really, really deep. Well, I game. know the bad guy, like one of the developers, the final boss, he, uh, it was from his nightmares. They had to go to a psychologist for and everything. Yeah. It was because of a, um, there was a film mm-hmm. in Japan that had a, a rape scene or something in it. And he then the guy murders the the girl after raping her, and he saw that as a kid, and that was like one of his. That was the 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 guy battle at the end is supposed to be like what he felt when he was watching that. Like it's just really uncomfortable because at the very end the guy screen is it's red and black and it swirled and it looks terrible. Like it looks looks like a fetus at one point. It's really weird. Yeah, a, a lot of people point that fetus uh, out, and they. I mean, he said it wasn't intentional, but whether it was or not, it happened. You know, it looks that way and it adds to the creepiness because you are fighting what ultimately is like this almost like Lovecraftian abstract terror that is just unknowable. Like this, your your main enemy at the end doesn't have a body anymore. And they'll say things about his attacks like you can't fathom or understand the nature of his attack, but you lose this many hit yeah. points. Like that's really a very scary thought to me. Yeah. Well, and the whole because you're you're a robot at the end, and when you're walking up it, it looks like entrance, travel back in time. Is a whole bunch of weird fucking shit. <laughs> yeah, I'll, but yeah, you go everywhere. <laughs> right, right when you get into it, though, a lot of people have pointed out that it looks like the entrance is a vagina. Oh yeah. So oh, there's, there's does. that, and some of us there's see those everywhere, but this is one of those places where they actually are. What <laughs> whole mess's face in it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And that fucking motherfucker Pokey, whatever the hell his name is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah, you have to battle Pokey. Pokey becomes, well, spoiler, if you haven't played this, which I'm sure. Yeah. Anyway, so Pokey becomes one of the main villains. He's your he's your neighbor, but he's kind of a dick through the whole game. And his family's kind of a dick. Like, Yeah, because they're lending your dad money and shit. And... Yeah, and they, 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 I don't know, they're just not very nice people. So you kind of should see that Pokey's going to be your rival through the whole game. Yeah, he's kind of just Augustus Gloop from Willy Wonka. That's the way I imagine him. Like this this very rotund little blonde kid that's spoiled and uh, I want some chocolate. Yeah, exactly. Daddy, and, I want it now. And he just wants power, I guess, over time. But he he ends up being the main villain in Mother 3, oh, the sequel to this. Me. That's correct. Yeah. <laughs> Back to the the phone calls and stuff that you have to make. There's also the Escargo uh, Express right. where you can 
you can call them and they'll come running up out of out of wherever you are. They're going to come running through the screen. It doesn't matter if there's a wall there. They're just going to run through everything <laughs> and you can give them a couple of items and they'll store them for you because you have a very limited backpack. You cannot carry very many items. Yeah, you're and, not like and, Dora. No, I hate shit like that in games. I want stuff that just holds everything, like in Hammer Space or Felix Felix yeah. the Cat's bag. That's what I want. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say Bubsy. I'm like, yo, get off the show. <laughs> hey, Felix is the best cat out there. Come on. Well, Garfield but, maybe. Oh yeah, Garfield too. I love Garfield. I can do it without Garfield. Watch it. Oh, those are fighting words. Those are fighting words. <laughs> You're not invited to our lasagna party, sir. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you you have limited storage. But once you get another party member, once you like uh, uh, rescue some of the other members, you can use them for <laughs> as uh, pack mules and let them carry some mm-hmm. of the items. So it's great once you start getting more people in your party to carry some of the junk you have. But what are what are some of the things that you disliked about this game? Because we we're obviously I think we're all gonna say it's a pretty decent game. But what are some of the stuff that you just flat out disliked? Uh, the difficulty factor in starting the game. Yeah, <laughs> that was a big thing for me. Like I played it was this almost game. A turnoff for me. It, it was fucking hard. Normally, in like RPGs, you you it's a progression going through. But I found like. Some points you had to start like again like three or four times before you got the kick of it. It's like, okay, this game's pretty hard. I better fucking buckle down right now. <laughs> yeah, it really requires. Uh, it, it asks of you. I guess this is just old school RPG stuff. Like it expects you to do a lot of grinding. I mean, and that's yeah. where I learned to do that in games. Was probably this game was I basically was trying to make it to where all the enemies in the area were running from me before I went to the boss, or else I figured yep. I was just going to be fucked otherwise, and that was usually the case. Um, we like my friend and I, I would, I didn't have a, a Super Nintendo when I was a kid. I had a Sega Genesis. That was a big mistake on my part, yeah, given here. my, my tastes, <laughs> but we would rent the Super Nintendo from the video store and I would, we rented Earthbound just cause it looked wacky and we stayed up all night trying to get through and we barely even left one at. Like we were just <laughs> plowing through this thing, getting sick as hell from those rambling mushrooms that make you, you know, like walk the wrong direction and everything. Yep. And oh, oh, I'm so this. frustrated. I know they are, but that's such a funny uh, game dynamic. Smash Brothers, man. I know, man. <laughs> You're like, by the end of it, we were just talking about my about our dads and yeah. crying. <laughs> well, my dad did come in in his underwear and say, like, you guys are still up. It's five in the morning. And it was worth it, though. But like, th- that's how hard it was for at least two 13 year olds, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> right. Uh, some of the things that I disliked is the buying one item at a time. It sucks. Oh, man. If you want to buy like four hamburgers before you, you know, because that's your health, you got to buy them one at a time and you have to go back into the menu and buy one at a time. And it's <laughs> it's miserable. Yeah, you're not going to go to McDonald's or wherever, like in and out over the fuck <laughs> awesome places you guys have in the States and just going to, uh, hey, I want four burgers. Okay, well, you can only have one at a time. You got yeah. the store and come back in. <laughs> That would be great if you had to re-engage. People don't make money that way. <laughs> um, I didn't like the button layout either. Uh, I, I feel like the hitting the the left shoulder button on the Super Nintendo controller over and over is annoying. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't know why, because I guess... I kept the hidden menu button like without even knowing it. I'm like, doing something like, oh, I'm here now. Nope, yeah, this isn't do nothing. Okay. I, I did the same thing over and over. Now, here's one thing that Mother 1 on the NES had that this game needed. The Mother on 
NES had a run button. Yes. Yes. So I don't know why they were just like, ah, eh, we could do without that feature. It didn't do anything to the gameplay. Because there's a part in the game where at the very beginning you get a bike, but you can only use it when you're alone. Mm-hmm. So after you start getting your, your members, you're rarely ever alone. So you don't ever ever get a chance to use it. I almost wonder if the this seems like in line with the character of the designer or the creator of this. Uh, Etoy, was that his name? I think. Yeah. What's uh, that last name, though? Etoy, as in electronic <laughs> toy. Uh, yeah, there you go. Uh, I almost feel like it would be in his character to say, I don't want them to run around. I want them to take in the scenery and the game, the atmosphere of the game. It's not meant to be played fast. That's true. Hey, Bubble Monkey. Bubble Monkey. That fucking monkey. <laughs> He's a dick. He is. He is a dick. A lot of dicks. Yeah. Yeah, you do. There's a lot of dick. It's so funny. Like, we're sitting here talking about how great this game is and everything, and then we're like, but there's so many dicks in this game. There, there is. <laughs> well, because... a, lot of, a lot of assholes. Well, and keep in mind that Gygus <laughs> is affecting a lot of people who are prone to being affected by negative energies. They're becoming even bigger dicks as a result. Right. Yeah. That's why everybody is such an asshole. So we just got to beat an asshole to kill some dicks. That's all we got to do. <laughs> there you go. Story of life. Story, yeah, that's, story of my life. For sure. <laughs> I guess we should have pointed that out in the story is that everyone is acting crazy because of Gygus is. Uh... Yeah, you tame them after you beat them. You're like, oh, this is yeah. tame now. Oh, yeah, they don't say you yeah. killed anyone or anything. This but... car is tame. <laughs> <laughs> the stop sign is tame. Just a couple wild cars <laughs> out in the streets. Oh, man. But yeah, and then uh, the, the money in the ATM, that's annoying. And then the inventory screen, it's annoying because if Ness is holding. Uh, the Traveler Charm or whatever it is, you cannot just put it on Paula. You have to give it to her, yeah. and then you can equip it. It's such a pain in the ass just trying to get around some of the stuff. So, there, I mean, it's got its flaws. But it has the Blues Brothers, man. Come on. It, it's no, got more the than runaway, that. <laughs> the Runway 5. Yeah, it's got a lot. It's got of the Blues Brothers. Yeah, I it, and you get to see not one but two, maybe three 16-bit musical festivals from them that are just so fun. It's just little sprites on screen jumping back and, and forth. There's some rip-off music in there too. You can oh, hear it's from oh yeah, the Beatles. It's great. Yeah, yeah. I got I got some more on that here in a minute for the fun facts. So don't spoil it all. Got it. Well, with the like, not only are the Blues Brothers in there, but just as regular NPCs walking around, you have Jason Voorhees or someone who looks very much like him. Yes, and, just sitting in the garden and just hanging out. He's not crazy. He's just a, a man in a hockey mask and in a jumpsuit. But <laughs> also, Mister T is hanging around too. And these are just normal <laughs> characters you would just talk to. They're not even important. He's always just chilling though. Yeah, yeah he is on the. Series. He's chilling these days. Yeah, nobody pities Pixel. <laughs> Uh, what about the music and the sound effects for this game? The music is great. The music is amazing. It uh, What they accomplish with such... I mean, you can only do so much on 16 bits. Um, and so what they accomplish with it to have really catchy stuff. Like, I love walking into a room and hearing the dumb reggae that they play <laughs> at the time. Like, I just... I love... Just the dumbest. The dumb reggae. Everything's got this uh, kooky or, or I, I guess, whimsical quality about it. Partly because it is MIDI music. But... Some of it is truly beautiful, like, and I love the melodies that they have that are at each location that you're collecting uh, when you put mm-hmm. them together. Um, and the fact that it seems like music was really important to them because you learn these melodies and it will bring a memory back to you, whether it's a smell or a, a sight or something. And it's like almost like they're ascribing uh, 
magical qualities just to music at large. And I would say that they actually kind of capture that with the music that they put in the thing. And they've also just got some fat beats in there. <laughs> we all say the Pooh's Palace music fucking kicks ass. I, we can agree on that for sure. And the bicycle there, music. A... The bicycle music's great. See, I didn't get the bicycle this time around, so I don't remember because I knew it was useless, and I, so I don't remember what it sounds mm-hmm. like. I first um, like my first playthrough of like, well, my only playthrough because this game's fucking long as shit. But um, <laughs> it was the music was a little bit quirky at first when you're going for the, through the first town. And you're like, okay, what's going on here? It's like, a ping, bong, ping. It's like <laughs> but then it got like progressively better after that. I love Mr. Saturn's music. I, oh, I love everything about Mr. Saturn. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we need to touch on that real yes. quick. I think it's Mr. Saturn. You have to stand in front of a waterfall for three minutes mm-hmm. to unlock the area. You have to stand or, still. Is that? Yes. Yeah, stand still for three minutes. Legit three minutes and just, you just stand there. Go grab a coffee yeah, or a uh, break. Yeah, just go piss or whatever. Like, just leave it and walk back. You'll be fine. But it's not immediately apparent. Nobody just instructs you, go stand there. It's kind of uh, no. hinted at. So. <laughs> <laughs> but that, it's like this, Zelda where you're just clicking on a random rock, like, okay, this is what I'm supposed to do. Yeah, <laughs> but this game will fuck with you like that, like whether it's standing in front of the thing or switching from your two characters that you've had for 20 hours already to, uh, what is his name, Jeff, who is a brand new character to you all the way over in another area, and you basically start over. Like that's Yeah, that's that's really bizarre. Yeah, it's I mean, like lost as a game before there was lost almost. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh I think the music's great. It's got some there where when the music's not very good, it makes up for it ten times. You know? Yeah. Like if there is a bad like song or a beat or something like that, you've got ten good songs for every bad song. Or or sound effect or something. Yeah. But in fact, I use the sound effects from Earthbound a lot on this show for the intros and stuff. So in the earlier episodes, it's a lot of Earthbound because <laughs> they have such cool uh, sound effects. They do. So and the music itself includes a lot of things that are more sound effect or sound designy than just music. There's even like digitized voices in there. I think sometimes, uh, which I don't even understand how that happens on a 16-bit platform. <laughs> but I really don't understand it. But like, uh, it just it's a cool. So you'll hear something that's just like, and it's actually a person's voice, but it sounds like shit. And it's kind of cool because of it. Uh, they use a lot of stuff like that. Well, is there is there anything else that we want to touch on, or do we want to jump into some fun facts about this game? One, one question here, guys. So I'm a novice when it comes to gaming. Um, so I know this. I know that this was re-released, right? Recently? Yes. Have y'all played that on the uh, whatever, you know, like on the Wii? Or- oh, no. Th- this hasn't been re-released like as a, as a newer game. It, it was just put on the super nintendo classic Maybe it's just the super same game Atlanta? over again gotcha yeah gotcha. yeah it's just the same it's not like a remaster or a remake which right. would be kind of re like touching it up or changing it somehow gotcha. this is literally just them throwing so it so it was the same thing just, just the same game gotcha. yeah. I, 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 I wasn't sure if there was any, anything different than yeah this, uh, yeah i gotcha no i wish yeah the game i mean the whole series is like the guy's done with it apparently but it's got such a big fan following that there are fans that were trying to make mother four and then Nintendo stepped in and said, nah, and <laughs> no, so not, not in my town. Yeah, exactly. But it's, uh, <laughs> yeah, it, uh, people would be clamoring for that. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of people didn't really find out about the NES character until Super Smash Brothers on Nintendo 64. Mm-hmm. So they were kind of late to the party and they were like, what is this guy and who, where is he from? Yeah. I'm so, putting my hand up right there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know. Yeah. I didn't I, know I about it until more of the game. I just never really got into it. Yeah. Too busy with Mega Man fucking around with my Mega Buster. 
<laughs> I remember going to like the Toys R Us and stuff and seeing that huge box. And I remember specifically, and I know this was a couple years later because this this came. Uh, I think this was three or four years before Pokemon came out. I remember being at Walmart and seeing the big Earthbound box and being like, "I want Pokemon," and just being like, "What is that big box?" Mm-hmm. And that's because it just did not sell very well here in the states. Probably should have and, bought all of them and hold on to them. Oh, yeah, they're like five hundred bucks or something now, right? On eBay. Yeah. yeah. Well. <laughs> Here, we'll jump into the fun facts, and I'll tell you exactly how much this will cost you. So, the first fun fact we go over is the price, because I'm a video game collector. Oh, what? Welcome to Fun Facts with Toby. (laughs) So, the first fun fact we have (laughs) is... The first fun fact we have is the price of the game, because this is... This is a very expensive game nowadays if you're trying to find a physical copy. A loose cartridge. Just loose. Loosey goosey. We know loose. Else. Yeah, loose. Travis and I know here. about loose. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's $185 for the Super Nintendo loose. That's American, so it's probably at least seven G's up here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, you guys' comics were always more expensive than ours. Everything's more expensive. I know. Including our hookers. <laughs> Oh man! <laughs> so if you if you seek this game out in box, and when I'm talking about the big box a minute ago, the reason it came in a big box is because it had a strategy guide with it, and they they put them together because I'm going to tell you now, you're going to need the strategy guide when you're mm-hmm. playing this. Otherwise, you won't figure out the three minutes in Did front it of come the waterfall. Like scented pizza or something too? Yeah, <laughs> no. <laughs> the, so the advertisements that they had for this game. Uh, when you'd open up like a Nintendo Power, they had scratch and sniffs, and I I remember smelling those. And like, there's a puke one, yes, because of the the puke uh, bad guy, and oh, they were all terrible. And the whole the whole ad campaign was this game stinks. <laughs> it's like Primus if it were a video game. Like <laughs> they're trying to bank on the fact it's like you guys probably won't like this, so let's just say we suck, and you're gonna enjoy this <laughs> for that reason. Well, we got a big brown beaver. <laughs> <laughs> well, and also in I, what I liked about the game guide, I, what I remember is that they had like what looked like clay uh, figures of a lot of the characters. They looked three dimensional, like what would now be a render, but I think they were actually clay creations. So to look in the game guide, if nothing else, was like a cool art piece. Oh, that's cool. Right. Yeah. Well, back to how much this game is in box with that strategy guide. Do you want to take a guess? Does anyone know? Because if you know, don't guess. Let's go 700. 700? Well, you're pretty damn close. It's going for about 650 right now. Ooh. Ooh. Money, now, money, get, dollar, dollar. Get this, though. <laughs> the box by itself, if you just have that big giant box, 200. 295. Oh, shit. Whoa! Ooh. So. And if if you've got if you've got that strategy guide by itself, one hundred dollars. Oh. oh, I thought everyone was going to say, "Whoa!" Yeah, I was that was down to that again. <laughs> oh man, um, we deal with yeah, shit like so that this, a lot on the show. Uh-huh. Like people love boxes for things that don't contain anything. And one one shoe from Jim the Hol- Jim and the Holograms. Just one <laughs> one right shoe, five bucks. Holler at your boy. <laughs> So, um, this game took almost five years to make this, and 
this in Japan is actually called Mother 2. We should have touched on that earlier, but this is the second game in the Mother series. For some reason, it was renamed Earthbound here. Yeah. It's and, a weird uh, name it, for a game for a, an American kid. Like, if you're yeah. buying it as a kid, you probably already in that period where you hate your mom, if you didn't already, <laughs> so you're less likely to buy the game. Don't name it parents. Mom, don't wait, place you'd buy it bringing home a smash in front of her. <laughs> there you go. I was listening to, like, My Chemical Romance or something. <laughs> <laughs> for those, like, younger emo kids, I guess. I'd probably smash and listen to Guns N' Roses, because I'm older. <laughs> I was going to say Nirvana. <laughs> yes. Like like, how much, how much older are you? Wait, wait a second. <laughs> I'm 35, fucker. Yeah, me too. Me too. <laughs> yeah, we're all in the same range, I'm pretty sure. No, Toby's young. I'm 30. What? Uh, we gotta go. <laughs> we'll, let's, let's talk over here hey, for a I'm second. I'm their show now, Toby. Yeah. I'm part of the, <laughs> the 35s. <June> cast. <laughs> Just sitting around um, pumping Guns N' Roses for the first 10 minutes of our pod. <laughs> <laughs> Toby works in porno, and then that goose is not around. <laughs> So this game was almost canceled uh, several times, apparently, because of the five years it took to make. A fully translated version of the first Mother was produced by Nintendo of America for the NES, but it was canceled before its release. The game was retooled in a lot of ways than the Japanese version, but it became Mario Brothers due... 1. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, well, it, it was canceled just due because to the expensive costs of all the extras they wanted to include because they wanted to do a book similar to what they ended up doing with Earthbound. So we never got Mother 1. That uh, that cartridge actually uh, like escaped into the wild many years later, didn't it? Yes, I, th- I think there's a, there's a couple of copies. You can get the ROM for it. And that's it where that came you... from, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep, that's exactly what it was. And it looks funny. I think the f- the front face cover is like cut out and you can see the board. It's really weird. Mm. Something I think I think it's the same game. Can I add um, a fun fact here? Yeah. Hit okay. me. During like the part where you get knocked out and you go into your own brain, in the American version you're clothed. Yes. And you're wearing pajamas. In the yep. Japanese version, you're not. You're naked. And your penis There's is a squid. A- yes. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out. There's a, and guess what? Your penis is your butt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Where do it's. I poop? Where do I pee? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I uh, I had seen that. I was looking at some stuff recently too, and I saw that, and I had uh, I kind of wish that's what it would have been. If that's what he wanted, I'm sure there was a reason. <laughs> oh yeah, because you get knocked out, you're gonna be in your birthday birthday suit, right? Because you normally wake up naked after you're, like blackout drunk or whatever. <laughs> Goops, do you need to report anything? <laughs> uh oh! <laughs> the reporter's on your sir, trip. No, all. sir, all good. Pass it on. <laughs> <laughs> well, there are over 100 pieces of music in this game, and apparently, I guess it was reported that it could fit on two CDs because there were so many like different tracks. But I think they eventually did release it on one CD, so I don't know. I don't know what's <laughs> true there. <laughs> I, I read a similar thing. I I think they also created a lot more music than they actually in, uh, ended up using in the game. Uh, oh, really? Yeah, I, I don't. I you know take that for what it's worth, I guess. But like they, whoever did the, I forget the uh, name of the composer, but he did a lot of work on this. <laughs> uh, probably too much. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I bet so. I Which is crazy mother. that it all fit you on this cartridge. Playing all sorts of music. Yeah. <laughs> um. So the Mister Saturns, the weird text that their their language, their words, Swear and the text words. bubbles are. 
yeah. So in English and the Japanese version, um, they're they're like so. Well, in the Japanese version, it's the creator's daughter's handwriting, and I think they tried to mimic it for the English version. But in the Japanese version, it's his daughter's handwriting at the time, which I thought was kind of cool, you know? Yeah. And Mr. Saturn is supposed to be a symbol of innocence because, you know, they're just little weird. I just thought they were swearing all the time. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's it's actually like just a, a weird handwriting for their dialogue. Thank I love that. Miss. Okay. <laughs> okay, sorry, buddy. I, I, I love, I mean, I, they're very cute and that they're in Smash Brothers is like a, you know, a wonderful thing too. They can whoop uh, my people. Exactly, and they make a little, eh, or whatever it is they do. I forget. What most of them make? <laughs> they don't sound too worried about it. But, yeah, they, yeah. they're just so, they, they somehow encapsulated in these little 2D sprites, and the way that they're just drawing their, or doing their handwriting, it makes them very, I, I don't know, I love them. I'm, I'm very endeared towards them. And uh, <laughs> they just seem incredibly dumb, though, to me. I know they're supposed <laughs> to hold a lot of wisdom, but they just, like, I love how, I don't know. They're like the noble savage, that bad, uh, that yeah, bad that trope. Freaking, you know? uh, what kind of fish is that? The it's like a lump fish or something. He's like really has a big nose and everything. <laughs> I can't think of the name right now. Damn oh, it. I, Travis, you're our, our aquarium guy. I am, but um, I'm out on this you're one. Out on though, this buddy. one. Sorry. It's a, a very <laughs> ugly fish. Has a big nose. Oh, it, and it just looks like him. It's a Saturn fish, right? Yes, exactly. It's an Earthbound, <laughs> yeah, Osaurus, yeah. semen. Toby, you were talking about his da- his daughter's uh, handwriting for that. Uh, I was reading about how he says one of the reasons he doesn't need to do any more mother games is because he actually created them to represent and or uh, kind of communicate with his daughter. That was his way of being along like being alongside her or communicating with her emotionally or something to that effect. He's like, oh, and I'm cool. and I'm rich, bitch. <laughs> I don't is I don't know if he is. Oh. I, I mean, these games are popular in Japan. I just don't really know. I, I wouldn't know. Well, he he was like a, a movie star or something. Yeah, like he was actually famous before he even made these games. And like he he had to kind of beg Nintendo to let him create these games. Mm-hmm. From what I understood, because they were like, I don't know, you're you're just a star. You don't know anything about game making. It's like so. if Tom Cruise said, "I got an idea for a great RPG," <laughs> and you're just like, "Yeah, hit it, hit me with Sit it." Sit down, buddy. Yeah, yeah. Pull it's the called seat. a blobfish. I figured it out. Blockfish. <laughs> blobfish. Well, I, you're worried about that fish. I want to play the Tom Cruise video game now. <laughs> I mean, Is I'm sure it would be a thinly veiled Scientology game. Like Xenu, <laughs> you're playing Xenu. That's your character. <laughs> you're trying to liberate you everybody else. Jumping on Oprah Winfrey's couch, <laughs> and you have to balance it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so some of the songs used in this game that y'all were talking about earlier, uh, some of the similar ones are Tequila by the Champs. Oh, Johnny B. Good by Chuck Berry. Jumped out and started dancing. <laughs> <laughs> Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Heart Club Band by the Beatles, and uh, this caused a lot of issues. Well, this is what well, was... there's also a Yellow Submarine in the game too, so it's also another shadow to the Beatles. But as they right. say, it just happens to be yellow. They yeah. even say that in the game. <laughs> <laughs> well, and Nintendo, I think the rumor was the reason Nintendo took so long to get it onto the Wii Virtual Store and some of the other platforms like the Nintendo 3DS is because they the rumor was Nintendo didn't know how to get around those copyrighted. Busy writing checks. 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but then they eventually released it, and I guess it wasn't a problem. I I don't know. Yeah. So I've heard it some. I've I've heard that, and then I've also read reports that that wasn't the case. I mean, when it comes to, and I I'm real uh, rusty on like copyright law when it comes to music stuff, but. They, unless they're actually physically sampling it or they are literally note for note recreating something, if they're just kind of approximating the feel, which I thought they were more doing, then it's a, it's kind of hard to go after like a 16-bit version that is just kind of similar to these you, things. You don't want the wrath of Paul McCartney to get on you, though, you don't, you well, don't want He that. doesn't even own his own or songs. <laughs> oh, no, no. You <laughs> don't want that. He's super angry now. What you don't want is Nintendo to come after you. That's the real problem. Okay. But I don't, I, so I, like, I've heard There's the samples. There's going to be a couple releasing all the ROMs because you're fucked. <laughs> you, that's exa- exactly what I mean. <laughs> yeah, that's more the problem. But yeah, I, I've heard it both ways, so I don't know what to believe. Or who to trust. Right. Goddamn mystery. Well, a a minute ago, y'all were talking about some of the differences, like Goobs was talking about the being naked and being in pajamas. There was there was some simple stuff that was changed, like in the Japanese version on one of the uh, stores, it says drug for drugstore. And they changed it to shop in the English version. (laughs) In Mother 2, the town of Foreside, a building says bar. But in the Earthbound version... It says cafe, and they don't talk about drinking. They t- talk about their coffee or lattes or something. I don't remember what it talks about, but it, it, they change it completely. They removed crosses from the uh, Earthbound version, but it, I, I thought it had to do with like religion and stuff. But they even took the uh, cro- the red cross that was on the hospital sign off because they were afraid of the American Red Cross actually suing them for oh. using. A red cross. Right. <laughs> or about Jesus suing them. Uh, you know the insane cultist enemies mm-hmm. uh, in Happy Happy Village? The, oh, I the love blue... those guys. Yeah. So in the Japanese them. version, they have uh, HH or something written on their head. But oh, they no. Look like really? They, yeah. They look like blue cult members or uh, blue KKK members. But the HH so... on their head like is Hail Hitler. It's like. This is, oh, I, I would have even guessed at that. Yeah. When they yeah, jumped that pretty yeah. fast. Uh, <laughs> They're goops. goops. I don't know if you want to talk about something real fast. He's Canadian. No, it can't I'm be a true. big history buff. So. Yeah. <laughs> well, see, and, and I, I didn't even think about that. But yeah, so they took the HH off, and it may, may have been two different letters, but I'm sure it was HH. No, I think it was. But because they do look like blue KKK members, they added a little f- uh, fluff ball, like a Santa's hat. Like a pom-pom. To, to the end of their hats. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so it's angry Santa. Anti-Santa. They all look yeah. like they're going to go take a nap afterwards, basically. Yeah. <laughs> yeah a long winter's nap. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so there was a Mother 3 being planned for the Nintendo 64, but the team was new to the 3D technology that was available at the time. So... They ended up scrapping it, but they did have like a bunch of test animations and stuff like that. But it got used for the Game Boy Advance Mother 3, which was only released in Japan. But there are English patches that do exist. And there's also uh, repos where you can get a English version. And you can get the English version of the NES cartridge of Mother 1. Mm-hmm. So the repos, they're not the legit thing, but you can get them. And then so not a decent, not a bad price. Uh, I remember when the '64 Mother Three was being uh, not so much advertised, but was like making its rounds on whatever the internet looked like at that time. <laughs> and I had played this game, and I knew that that was coming out. And they were also talking about what eventually became uh, 
Zelda The Ocarina of Time. And those were supposed to be on the disk drive. You know, the thing that never came out here but and failed in Japan that was would attach to the 64. And I was so excited that they were going to make a 3D Earthbound because my friend who got me into RPGs always gave me shit that Earthbound didn't look good compared to, like, I guess, Final Fantasy uh, 6 or whatever, which, frankly, it's all 16-bit graphics and it was good design. So fuck it. I, <laughs> he's wrong. But, like, to see it in 3D, it just looked, like, really quirky and weird, and it looked awesome to me, and they were talking about all these things, like, hey, if you do this early in the game, then when you come back, you chop down a tree, now it's got moss on it, and all sorts of, like, crazy shit that we only now can do in video games. They were yeah. trying to bite off more than they could chew, but I was so sad. They finally canceled it in 2000 and just said, yeah, this isn't gonna happen. And, uh, I was in the <laughs> hospital for a while. <laughs> Well, uh, that that's really all I've got for the the fun facts portion of this. So I guess it's time to do the rage meter. Let's do it. Let's rage. Oh come on! Ah! So this is our patented rage meter, where we take a one to ten scale on how pissed off and irritated this game makes us. Does it make us want to beat our mothers? <laughs> Talk about the huh. game, not our actual physical <laughs> oh, <bones. yeah. laughs> oh, okay. Um, who wants to go first on, on uh, what kind of rage this game gives you? I'll go first. No one else okay, spoke up. I'm going to give this a solid 7, because this game Whoa. fucking blows. <laughs> oh, holy Wait, shit. Sorry. Yeah, no, I'm going out hard. Fuck the sharks, <laughs> fuck the stop signs, fuck the cars, fuck uh, not having friends for a while because I'm lonely here, fuck Pokey, or Picky or whatever the fuck his name is too, fuck the meteorite, fuck the big fuck spider Gagas. guy in the first level. Fuck Goose, the, it sounds like you just people. got fired from Earthbound and you're just telling everybody <laughs> off before fuck you're, you're, you're clearing you're out cool. your desk. He's like, Will, are you with yeah. Earthbound? Fuck yeah. you too. Fuck you too. I was going to say... Pooh, you're cool. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, no, this game is very hard, like, like I said before, just leveling up is just a, such a bitch in this. Like, I'm used to grinding. I grind all the time. Just ask my wife, Jenny, because I'm just all over that <laughs> shit. Can we have Jenny's but, number, uh, please, sir? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Sorry. Line there. He wasn't kidding. <laughs> no, that's the truth. But, uh... <laughs> She's going to be listening to this, by the way, and she'll probably <laughs> laugh at that, and I'll get an angry message after. <laughs> but yeah, no, this game was just, like, so, like, just grueling in the beginning of it. And it just keeps on going that way, unless you get too powerful, and the animal's just like, run away from this beastly man and his four <laughs> friends, or three friends, because that's what happens. And they have bottle rockets, ah, run! <laughs> yeah, no, I'm sticking with my solid seven on this game. Seven inches of pain. Oh. For that <laughs> Earthbound, for that grind, <laughs> for that grind, um, seven inches of grind. <laughs> well, would would you guys want to go next? Sure. I know only one of you have played. But you know what? I, I can uh, I can give it a I can give it a. Uh, we're going one to ten, right? Ten being the uh, yeah, one to ten. We're simple folk. Gotcha. Over here too. All right, so I'm going to give it a ten for me because here, here's the deal. Because you want to beat Goobs, yeah, a little bit. Um, there's a lot of reading going on. On here, I haven't read a book. Haven't read a book since 1999. So, or 1990X. Uh, yeah, there you go. So that yep. that that right there is a little uh, yeah, a little off-putting for me. You're like solid ten, I, and I'm out. Yo, if I wanted to read a book, yeah, 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, to, yeah, to, yeah, To Kill a Mockingbird was the last time I checked in there. So, uh, yeah. That's a good one to that's go out on. Oh, wow. <laughs> ten. <laughs> well, that's... I think that's the first 10 on the game. That's Oh, shit. Wow. That's the first 10 <laughs> here, Wait, hold on. 9.5. Here we go. 9.5. No, no, no. no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't get a second take. It's hey. 10. You can't pull cubes. Yeah. Okay, all right. We like to change I'll our score it. all the time. So 9.5 is acceptable. <laughs> well, what do you got? I am going to say, uh, being uh, having played through this game, mostly the first half of it a few times, and then just being it the one time, it for me is like a 4. Because I'll still get very frustrated, like I said, with the rambling mushrooms when I have to wa- press up to go down and all that shit. Uh, and the grinding gets a little in the way. Rambling mushrooms are dicks, too. They are. They are. They, yeah, they're just smiling as they do as They get you sick. They're like children. Oh, the worst. Yeah. But they, other than that, like, I kind of just expect the grind at this point. So these days, it's really not too rageful for me. It's more right. enjoyful than rageful. So Rage Meter, 4 out of 10. 4. That's not bad. I was going to give it a 5 if I don't have a strategy guide sitting in front of me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> have a, Good point. If I have a strategy guide, I'm going to I'm gonna give it about a 3 just because there you do have to do a lot of grinding. And what are your save states, Toby? <laughs> hey, hey, save states are beautiful. <laughs> I love save states. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, no, it's it's... I don't. I like the battle system, so it, it, it's not like I ever got super frustrated. Um, but like I said, the strategy guide is a beautiful thing. So a three on the rage meter for me. Oh, nice. Yeah. So, so now is the part of the show where we give a one to ten rating on what we thought of the game overall. Did we love it? Did we hate it? Ten being the best. Uh, who wants to go first? I'll Man, step in. I, I, I really feel like this is all going to be high numbers, and this is going to nope. take our, our number one spot. Oh, <laughs> I spoke way too soon or too late. because uh, you 7.5. What is it? 7.5. 7.5. You just you just made the entire internet gasp yeah. at, at that score. Everyone just said, fuck goobs. Goobs, they're okay, coming for you, man. Time. Fuck you, 8.5. I'll go up. <laughs> Anything to keep the people happy. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. Give it, give it what you want. Head. You don't, don't let them tell you what to do, Goobs. You just you no, give it whatever you want. I what to do. I stuck okay. my hand in mouse traps before. <laughs> yes, you have. That's very specific, so I believe it. <laughs> uh, so are you giving it a 7.5? or? No, I'll go 8.5. This is a very solid RPG. Tons of quirkiness here, which I love. Tons of character. And you cannot beat this game. For like the SNES like RPGs, like Super Mario RPG is up there for me, like as the greatest of the greats. But this one, it can follow fall very closely behind it, so I praise it. Even though I like fuzzy pickles now, I can't cannot deny <laughs> I have a few fuzzy pickles in my mouth as I'm recording this podcast. But that's just that's just your typical weekend, Goobs. Well, I got three members in my party. You gotta keep the pickles warm, right? <laughs> there you Sounds go. like you got three members uh, in your mouth. <laughs> yeah, it may maybe the case. <laughs> just, uh, just begrudgingly, yeah, just to do. Uh. Will, what do you think? It's a nine for me. Um, you know, it, I, I know that I attach a lot of uh, nostalgia to this game, but I also know that it is good whether I have the memories I do of it or not. 
Um, there are things that stand in the way, like I said, like playing an uh, old-style JRPG, as much as I love these games and know that they're high quality, there's just a lot that stands in the way that, you know, makes it not as enjoyable. But as importance, and it is just really fun. And uh, all the little things that are thrown in, the quirks, not just in the character, but also in the actual usual JRPG stuff, the battles and everything, I, that really puts it up there. And I think it does a lot as just an art piece, if nothing else. Yeah. Yeah. Do you, do you want to give it a score, Kyle? You know what? You know what? Thank you. Thank you. Um, I want to give it a 10. I want to go 10 again, guys. <laughs> uh, listen, I, I don't want to stray too far from my last You're gonna one You're going to max here. it out. Yeah, I'm going to max it out. Um, I'm, I'm giving it a 10 because... I love you, Travis. Th- thank you so much. You're um, the best. So, at first glance, you know, I didn't think there was much to this game. But after talking with y'all and kind of hearing more, um, it sounds like a really... You've convinced me. Yeah, if you convinced me. This, this It's a deep game, man. When it, I come it, on your guys' show with Toby, I'm not going to watch the episode. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we're going to be convincing you how good it is, though. That's the I'm just going to go for it. Ten, it sounds great. I'll never play it. But, man, I have respect for it. Drop the mic. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. If you uh, will, put your partner into this, man. <laughs> I'm speaking for you, Travis. Thank you. Will. Thank you. <laughs> As you throw, throw a fuzzy pickle at his head. Yeah. Yeah. A couple of them. There you go. Never shaved in a while. Take my fuzzy pickle. Oh, <laughs> gross. <laughs> Ooh. Uh, so I'm going to give this game a nine. Also, I think this game has so much character. There's a few frustrating things, but I don't think there's too many, quote, perfect games. Uh, it's got so much character. There's there's just a lot of fun and weird crap to do in this game. And uh, I, I played it, let's see, I probably played it in 2005 or six, so I was probably... 20-ish or so, 20-something. Like, so I, I was, I was, se- I was seven years this. old, you young buck. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was I was really late to this uh, to this game, specifically. And like I said, my first introduction to NES was the Super Smash Brothers game. So I don't have the nostalgia for it, so, but it is a solid game. And I think anyone that's a video game collector or just loves video games, this should be you should at least play a couple hours of it. That's why it's worth so much fucking money. Yeah, mm. yeah, that's true. So, yep, I'm giving it a nine. And, uh, yeah. 8.5, a nine, and a nine, and a ten. And a ten. <laughs> so it is going to be the highest ranked one, maybe? <laughs> it's going to yeah. be close to it. Yeah. You ruined the curve, Travis. <laughs> <laughs> I want to go 11 with you guys. You're lucky yeah. I dialed it back just a little bit. I was, like, yeah, the spinal taps. Yeah. Up to 11. I was convinced as fuck. We have fuzzy cucumbers <laughs> in our pants. <laughs> For this game. Yeah. Finish him. Okay, so this is the part of the show where we just talk about our, our projects and uh, promote ourselves and and everything. Um, we will let our guests go first. Uh, will you tell us uh, where we can find your show and, and social media and all that good stuff? Because we are Southern Gentlemen. Go ahead, y'all. Thank you, y'all. Tumbleweeds attacking. <laughs> uh, so you can find the days past hey, hey, Tomcast. If you guys, yeah. like, seriously, if you guys see tumbleweeds, send me pictures. Toby does. I want okay. to see more pictures of tumbleweeds. Okay. We got jackalopes down here, too. Yo, fuck off. 
<laughs> so you can find the Days Past Tooncast on just about anywhere you can find podcasts, namely Apple Podcasts, Stitcher. You can find us on Spotify. You can find us on Podbean. All of these places. Days Past Tooncast. You can find us on Twitter at DP Tooncast. Gmail. You can email us dptooncast at gmail.com and you can follow us on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash dptooncast. Mm-hmm. And you also check out our rap music video on YouTube. It's a parody mashup of 1992's X-Men animated series theme mixed up with Sir Mix-A-Lot's Baby Got Bag. Just search Days Past Tooncast on YouTube. The video is called X-Men Attack. Uh, double up, uh, uh-uh. And you can also uh, find a lot of horse poop in Texas, too, everybody. What? <laughs> what did you say? He said he can get behind that. Oh, yeah, for sure, dude. And in front of it. <laughs> if, uh, if you go to a movie trading company, you can also find their stickers sometimes. Yeah, depending on which one. <laughs> yeah. And which manager's on duty. Unfortunately, not open Canada. Oh, buddy. We'll send you something. Uh, Goobs, you want to tell us about all your other fun projects that you do? I'll touch on my shit, brother. Here I come back again as the Goobs Hulkster. Go check out the derailers and the trains going to run off the track every single week. And if not, you know what? The train goes off the track. Who knows when it's going to come back on track? <laughs> but we goddamn kill it every time you listen to us, brothers. Has my wonderful wife, Jenny Bean, and my best friend, Ripkin, on the show. And we just, like, we jump on. We talk about... Who knows what the fuck we're going to talk about. We definitely don't. And uh, we have a lot of fun doing so. We hope you have a lot of fun listening. Go check out the derailers. I the derailers at Twitter. And if you want to get some fired up action in your life, brother, go check out Derail Wrestling on YouTube. Me and Ripkin sit down, do commentary, make a whole bunch of roster people on WW2K19, which is coming out shortly on our site there. The game's already out, but, you know, it takes a lot of time to make <laughs> characters and do a whole bunch of shit and make matches for your eyes to enjoy. So go check that out on YouTube, at Derail, or Derail Wrestling. Yes, I can't do my own promos properly. <laughs> <laughs> well, and then for me, uh, I also do the Secret Transmission podcast. We do a satire look at the paranormal uh <laughs> yeah i forgot and we, we talk about so much stuff i forgot the government has made me forget uh, cryptozoology, serial killers uh anything that's weird and spooky we look into it and uh we talk about it fun stuff uh you can find us on twitter and instagram at secret Transpod on all the major podcasting platforms but let me tell you about this show this secret levels podcast show we are on Twitter and Instagram at Secret Levels Pod. We are on Facebook. Look us up. We also have a group where you can chit chat video games with us called Secret Levels Group. Come join us. Talk about and pick the anything. games we're going to play. Yeah, you. We have a game of the month. You can pick it and make us play something good or something terrible. Please make us play terrible things. Goobs loves it. Yeah, <laughs> pick my picks. They're they're fucking terrible at best. <laughs> Now, and, uh, now, Toby, can you go back and go ahead and do that all in the Hulk voice? Like, uh, yeah, no. are we, if we're doing Hulk voices, yeah. I need to do mine again. I'll tell you what, brother. <laughs> Look how high I can swing on the swings. <laughs> Toby, catch the ball. That's cool, Toby. Catch the ball. Catch this. Oh. This is fun. Oh. <laughs> Look how high I can swing on the swing, oh, guys. That's awesome, dude. Let me push you further. Hey, kids. 
Do you guys like fuzzy pickles? Huh? What? what? Excuse me? Who are you? You're not our teacher. I, I'm a photographer. I'm supposed to take pictures of you guys while you're swinging around and having fun. You know, fuzzy pickles. You're, you're supposed to? Uh, like, you're hired by the school? Or what? I'm confused. Yeah, no, I'm just, I'm not hired by the school. I just show up, I float down, my white van, yeah, I throw candy at you and just take oh, pictures. Fuzzy pickles. Where's the candy at? You haven't showed the candy. Well, the candy's in the van. Fuzzy pickles. Uh, we're not supposed to be talking to strangers. I don't get this whole thing you're doing right now. I'm just kind of scared. Everyone say fuzzy pickles. I'm not, I'm not sure. I kind of guy looks a lot like you on this video they played in the in the in the class. Um. No, 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 no! That's not me at all. That's not me at all. That's fuzzy cucumbers. I'm fuzzy pickles. No, it was you exactly. He's wearing that shirt and everything. And he said everything you just said exactly. Candy, van, pictures, fuzzy pickles. Uh, just say cheese. Uh, um. Um, I mean, fuzzy pickles. Fuzzy pickles. Fuzzy pickles. I can't do this right now. I think we need to call someone. Does anyone have their phone on them? Yeah, yeah. yeah I'll, I'll, I'll take your. Just uh, you guys distract him. Tell like, me say why, you're gonna take the picture or something. Tell me why are you still swinging? Everyone just smile. Just smile. Helicopter for me. Fuzzy pickles. Yeah, hello, please. Game over, folks. This podcast is part of the Somebodies Network. You're never alone when you've got some buddies. Hello, how's it going, everyone? I'm Kevin, aka K Slugs. And I'm Peter, aka Duo for Real. And we host a podcast called The Interstate Gamers. If you've ever wondered how your favorite games might stack up against each other, or you just want to hear some detailed reviews, then our show just might be for you. On The Interstate Gamers, we discuss and critique everything from the gameplay to the aesthetics to the content of some of our favorite games. You can find us almost anywhere. Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, and even your trusty pal Alexa. Follow us on Twitter and make sure to subscribe if you like what you hear. Thanks for listening.